Hi, it's Asma, and this is from Different Perspective, the podcast where I talk about things I can't get out of my head. In today's episode, it's such a not very titled and not very organized episode, uh, if I could say, but really, this episode has really dear place to my heart because I really want to talk about a lot of things which have basically kind of related in some shape and form but they are have this they have the same concept and they have the same meaning but there's different examples and different way and forms of telling them so i'm sorry if uh, this is inconvenience to whoever is out there listening to this episode and uh, i'm actually really sorry for uploading this episode this late because i've been pretty busy this week but i'll make sure to um, organize my schedule all over again to upload on time again and let's get started this morning i have been reading surat al-amran and i've come to this area where i felt like it was very 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 um related to the topic that we're going to talk about today but before we start i want to tell you guys that this is this episode is very very mini episode and it's one of the shortest episodes that I'm going to make in this podcast so far because I'm you see I'm pretty busy lately and I'm literally gonna study right after this episode so I want to make time for my school and everything but uh, back to what we were talking about about the ayah the ayah says Bismillahirrahmanirrahim لا يتخذ المؤمنين الكافرين أولياء من دون المؤمنين ومن يفعل ذلك فَلَيْسَ مِنَ اللَّهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ إِلَّا أَنْ تَتَّقُوا مِنْهُمْ تُقَاءٍ وَيُحَذِّرُكُمُ اللَّهُ نَفْسَهُ وَإِلَى اللَّهِ الْمَصِيرِ The ayah says, Do not let believers take disbelievers as allies rather than believers. And whoever of you does that has nothing with Allah except when taking precaution against them and prudence. And Allah warns you of himself and to Allah is the final destination. You see, like, this is not really directly is related to what I want to talk about, which is the how the American and the Europe culture have manipulated our minds for so many years that we have, that we believed, like, actually believed that there is nothing better in this world than the American and the Europe culture and language. So if y'all remember a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the English language and how does it affect our daily and daily and our daily usage for the language and how does it become a globally used language and David, um, David Crystal, who have uh, profoundly talked about and researched about uh, English as a global language, he said that the power, the, the, the language on itself comes from the power of the people who speak it. And I believe that I've added that part to the episode specifically. But really, like really, at this point, the English language is not the only thing that gives power to the British and the American empire at this. Like currently, they have more power than anything in this world. Obviously not more than Allah, but I mean, the way that they have hold on us I mean, the Middle Eastern, the America, the African people, the Asian people. America and 
British and, and, and Britain and Europe have basically colonized the whole entire planet. Like there is no country on this earth that the Europe and the American and the uh, Britain Empire haven't colonized already. And now today we are we are seeing another colonizing, another catastrophe happening today in in Gaza, and we are we are silent about it. And and the America America is funding this genocide that is happening in Gaza right now. And how we are so very, very not interested in in supporting them. (laughs) Like, it's been already almost 40 days since 7th of October, since everything has started. And now a lot of people are losing hope and a lot of people are have already stopped boasting about Gaza and already getting used in that and getting like back to their usual and daily routine and people are being killed and bombed and tortured and beheaded in Gaza every single day I mean you see it's pretty complicated and it's pretty difficult but I as you know me if you have listened to I believe the second episode of this podcast I've I think it's called you're an outsider if I'm not wrong that episode, I've talked pretty much about my background and everything about my life and how much uh, I've got I've gotten um, cultured, mixed or mixed cultured in my life and how I've become multilingual in a really young age. And I'm not really proud, like I'm not saying this as a, a way to, you know, um, compliment myself. But I'm telling, I was talking about the difficulties in being mixed cultured and how does it affect, uh, how does it affect in my childhood at that time. But if you haven't listened to the episode, feel free to listen to it after this episode. But um, just uh, to let you know that I was born in Saudi Arabia and I grew up in Saudi Arabia. And at the age of nine, I became Somalia. So that means that I speak three ling- uh, two languages, Arabic and Somali, right? Because my origins are Somali and I've been, like, I, w- I grew up in Saudi Arabia which makes it makes me speak Arabic at the same time. But really, somehow, when I came to Somalia at the age of nine, I've somehow get gotten really, really invested in the American or in the Britain and the Europe culture, and specifically the English language. I can't really recall, and I can't really tell you exactly how that I've gotten invested in this type of culture, and how I've become very fluent, not very fluent, obviously, but pretty much capable of speaking in English, uh, the same way that I do right now, but I can't really tell, and I can't really recall, it somehow happened in a very fast uh, process, I, I, I just, I realized that I speak English, and I'm very fluent in English, and I'm very invested in this culture. And everything I watch and everything I listen to and my entire personality have become American and English and British and blah 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 and ATC and now what's happening in Gaza have literally just opened my eyes have reminded me that those people are disbelievers that's first second you are Muslim and third you should be way too prouder and way too invested in your own culture and your and the Islamic culture more than I'm being invested in the uh, American and the Britain and the Europe culture the disbelievers culture if we say it in another way but honestly I feel like it's way more reminder to us that 
we don't forget Allah that this world have become like there's a lot of people committing sins whether they're believers or disbelievers and that what's happening in Gaza is a reminder to us from Allah to go back to Allah and I've been trying to so I've been trying to do so and I like since I've started this podcast in a while like two months ago and three or five months ago I've been trying hard to stop listening to music to stop watching movies I'm not really that interested in movies anyways but I've tried so many times to cut off a lot of sins and a lot of misdeeds that I used to do naturally, usually. They've become a part of my routine and how much I've become very, very, like, normalizing those stuff, normalizing sins because of the way that the American and the uh, Europe and the Britain propaganda are showing us how cool and how awesome their lives could be if you're not a disbeliever. Islamophobia, one of the terms that have you've been heard, like you had, you did heard a lot of times if you're a Muslim or if you're not, but it comes to show more and more since what since what's happening in Gaza have started, and a lot of people saying that what what's happening in Gaza and what the people in Gaza are suffering from, they deserve it because. They started the war in 7th of October, but nobody is going back to what's before the 7th of October. To the 48, to the Nakba, to the Naksa, to what's happened in 2003, 2008, 2011. And nobody is giving attention to the actual root of the problem. And that's one of the American and the Europe culture propaganda showing of hiding the truth from other people from the disbelievers from the from their people basically the european american and britain people the british people they hide the truth from them the word that happened in iraq and iraq democracy like i i don't really think so what's happening in palestine what happened in syria all of these all of these are just just a few little examples of what the American culture have been doing to us now. You see a lot of Muslim girls are now not wearing hijab. Are not are way like I don't want to get into the niyat of the nas but really a lot of Muslims are nowadays acting as if they are not Muslims. They are acting as if they are disbelievers, and it's and it's terrifying. It's terrifying how we are normalizing those sins in our daily lives. What's happening in Gaza, it's not obviously happening for no reason. It is happening for a reason, okay? And Allah in Surah Al-Isra says, وَقَضَيْنَا إِلَىٰ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ فِي الْكِتَابِ لَتُفْسِدَنَّ فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَّتَيْنِ وَلَتَعَلُنَّ عُلُوًّا كَبِيرًا And it says, And we conveyed to the children of Israel in the scripture that you will surely cause corruption on the earth twice, and you will surely reach a degree of great hotness. And also Allah in the same surah, Surah Al-Isra, says, um, and, and so and so on. The first pages of the of Surah Al-Isra talks about Israel and and Beit Al-Maqdis and, and so on and so on. And there's another ayah also in Surah Al-Isra, says, uh, and you're going to enter the mosque and the the the, the mosque 
كما دخلتموه أول مرة as if you have entered it for the first time and I mean a lot of people are getting really annoyed about me talking about Gaza and Palestine for straight three episodes but I'm I'm not really annoyed about it if you if you feel annoyed about it then you should check out your mentality and humanity if you're getting annoyed about talking and standing up for people who are who are literally facing a literal genocide for 24/7 every single day for 14 straight days then you should you should consider getting a therapy and you should consider you know checking out for yourself and everything but really we're getting used to it and that's what we should not do at all we should not get used to it i'm i'm actually i myself are when i go when i went into whatever and whoever and whenever whatever social media app or platform the first thing that comes to my face is the face is children and women and elderly people being killed and screaming and and rebels and it it affected me obviously mentally physically um in every shape or form it affected me and the only thing that i've been thinking about for the past 40 days is Gaza and Palestine I wake up to them I sleep to them I eat and I I feel so guilty for doing little basic things in my daily life and I feel like how am I able to deserve to be fed to be under a roof to wake up in peace and sleep in peace and I go to school and get educated and come back home and everything but those people are not having the same luxury I'm having hence they're being bummed and being attacked for just doing literally everything literally everything and anything back to our topic I'm literally getting out of topic a lot but um, back to our topic the mind manipulation game that the American and the Europe and the printing culture and empire are literally just playing on our minds is huge insane and wild like really wild and how much we're like we grew up to it okay we grew up to it we 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 lived on it as if i mean our generation the the one uh, 2000s generation we study about it in history okay we like since we were out of our mother's womb the first thing that we hear is america 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 and it feels like this really huge insane thing that like oh my god i really really want to discover this really amazing thing that everybody's talking about that's that's how i was thinking back then when i was nine years old when i was being um when i was facing the when i was like basically learning about the american culture and everything everybody has to learn english to some degree to be capable of living outside in whatever country like literally if you're living in switzerland and you're talking in france i don't know i'm, I'm real sorry does people in switzerland talk in french i believe they're talking french but if you literally live in switzerland and people talk there in french if you don't know french you should at least at least speak in english again as david crystal said the language on itself becomes popular and known because of the power that the people well, that the people that are speaking of the language has and at this point again as i just said it's not about the language anymore 
we adapted every single thing that the disbelievers, the American, Europe, Britain culture, that are doing into our daily, daily, daily life, where we're thinking it's like we're proud about it. It's our pride. Okay, we listen to music because they listen to music. We dance because they dance. We literally get naked and and wear unappropriate clothes because they wear unappropriate clothes. And we listen to their music, and we eat their food, and whatever they do, we do. Because they're the amazing, wholesome, cool, very big American and British Empire. I mean, how could, how dare we avoid and ignore that? Because once, once the Arab people were in this place, hundred thousand years ago, in the Asr al-Abbasi, the Asr al-Umawi, the Khulafa al-Rashidun, in Asr al-Rasul itself, the like. Back to the Asr al-Habasi, Baghdad was the center of knowledge at that time. Baghdad at that time was basically way more more cooler than American than the America as if it's right now and today. I really have a lot of things to talk about. I feel like I'm not giving it the, you know, the ride that it deserves, and I'm not talking about it as properly as I wanted to talk about. But honestly, it's affecting me, and it's, I know it's affecting a lot of other people, and I feel I feel very guilty to talk about. I will feel really guilty if I if I dared to talk about anything besides Gaza and Palestine for the for the past and for the upcoming episodes. So I will make sure to. To not talk about the same exact episode, uh, today the same exact topic all over again, obviously, but I will try to, you know, add and somehow talk about them in each single episode because that's the least that I and other people can do. Talking about them, because maybe one person on this planet, at least one person, at least one human being, will see this episode and will hear this episode. And it, this person will consider everything, and they will make their own research, and stand up for Palestine. And remember, this dunya is dar abtila, dar akhtibar. No, we have nothing. We as Muslims, we have nothing to do in this earth. Oh, it's the call for Alisha, but I'm going to end this episode here. But uh, as I was saying, we as Muslims, we have absolutely nothing to do in this world. Okay, we shouldn't be living in luxury and everything. But the only thing that you are here is to, you know, worship Allah and whatever in however shape and form that Allah has told us in the Quran and the Hadith and everything. So pray, make du'a, uh, fast, sadaqah, uh, zakah, read Quran and whatsoever and whatsoever, because that's why we are here. And always and always remember. This earth is dar abtila and dar akhtibar, and we are only here to be tested, so we can get our what we deserve. And lastly, but not least, this thing, this whole thing that some people call conflict, some people call genocide, 
that some people called ethnic cleansing, that some people called colonization and whatsoever, is happening for a reason. Call it whatever you want. It's اختبار from Allah. Test from God. And the people in Gaza are not dying for waste. I have talked about this, I know, but I'm going to say it again. They're not dying for waste. They're shuhada. And the shaheed has the luxury, okay, to make shafa'ah for 70 of his own family. This person have died for the sake of Allah and for the sake of the land. So they're not dying for waste. And for the sake of freeing Palestine and for the sake so that the next generation and the next and the children of of ours will be capable and able to see a free Palestine if we weren't able to endure or see a free Palestine. And last but not least again, Allah says, Do your promise, and I will do my promise, and believe in me. What have Allah promised us? Allah has promised us Jannah. Jannah in tajri min tahtih al-anhar. Khalidina fiha abada. A Jannah, a paradise, that under it are rivers, rivers that flow. Khalidina fiha abada. We're being mortal in the Jannah forever. Inshallah, I will, I will make episode about Jannah. And another reminder to you again, this, ep- this podcast is not about just talking about and discussing about things that, you know, uh, like, uh, things are in my mind, but it's basically, it's a form of worship. And I'm, I'm taking it as a niya that I'm worshiping Allah in this form. Because this, this platform, and I have the internet, and I have the access and F to everything to, da- to make da'wah for people. For the disbelievers and the believers on themselves. And also for me, first and, first and foremost, it's for me before other people. So I will, inshallah, talk about the Jannah, and I will talk about another, a lot of other topics beside it. And sorry for the short episode, but as you can see, I'm pretty much really, really busy. And I'm going to Shalat to organize my schedule. And I believe that this episode is uh, um, the ninth episode of this podcast. And this uh, next mo- next week is going to be the tenth episode. And I'm going, inshallah, to finish, I believe, three months of uploading an FTB uh, from different perspective <laughs> and i'm really really excited to share with you all the of all the news and all the ideas that i've got so far and here it's the end of the episode and please stay safe take care and i will see you next monday inshallah bye